in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon at 106. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program on this Thursday, it is June 8th, and it's brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Now, listen, tonight they are ready. Game three, Celtics, Warriors, the lounge will be rocking. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, full bar, large dining area, and a very enthusiastic crowd. Delicious food. You're going to love it. They also have the nice outside deck now located 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of Route 146. So I want to get to, um, we have a lot of news on this um, Wednesday, and both local and national. But the big story um, right now, um, let's see. How should act on that? Well, uh, the big story, folks, to me of the day so far as we're tracking everything is this uh, threat at the home. If you haven't heard about it yet, I'm going to take you inside. But Judge Brett Kavanaugh and it's just so outrageous and egregious. And, you know, when they were having the protest because of the leak right from the. That leak that came out of the Supreme Court and people were saying they started, you know, and it's the far left and they started going in front of the homes of the members of the Supreme Court. And they they um, they were told that they should not be doing it. And instead, they just continued on. And now I want to play. We have sound of this, but this situation now where they've arrested a gunman and he was motivated to go there to try to kill Judge Kavanaugh. So he is he he was motivated by the Democrat Party. He was motivated by the progressive left. And the Supreme Court has confirmed an armed man has made threats against Judge Kavanaugh and was arrested with a weapon outside his home. And he was a young man, as a matter of fact. Um, it's just, um, it's, it's disgraceful. And there needs to be accountability there. And what I think is interesting is just the fact that the... Oh, I want to hold on. Let me just see this. Attorney General Garland has laid out the Department of Justice plan to review the police response in Uvalde. Good. Well, that whole situation there is just absolutely, um, it's just outrageous the way the police have responded in the aftermath of that. Um, The fact that that police chief is still nowhere to be found. And I know that some of the people associated with that have been testifying. Um, I wanna play some of that sound, that little girl. We're seeing her now. She witnessed the shooter killing her teacher and then she smeared herself with blood to play to play dead. Um, some of the parents testimony this morning was was very, very dramatic. Of course, it was mixed in with some of the Buffalo people trying to talk about, um, whew, boy, some of this testimony is rough. But I want to have sound on the Kavanaugh um, situation, which is obviously very, very serious on that. And that falls exactly to those that were encouraging. I will play some of the testimony this morning regarding what went on in Capitol Hill and especially that little girl and some of the parents. But I want to play, I believe I have sound on the Judge Kavanaugh situation. Folks, you know, they were kind of advised it wasn't a good idea to have 
protesters out in front of the homes of the Supreme Court justices. As I've said to many of you, and again, good afternoon at 111. It's John DePietro. It's, um, I, I thought I had sound of that. I think so. Let me hear. I see. Uh, here we go. Near the house of a Supreme Court justice. This is Mitch McConnell. Carrying a weapon and burglary tools. He reportedly told police he intended to murder the justice. Reportedly, he indicated he was angry at the decision he thinks the court may reach in an upcoming case in light of the unconscionable leak from a few weeks back. So this is where we are. Yep. This is where we are, Mr. President. If these reports are correct, yep. an assassination attempt against a sitting justice. Wow. Or something close to it. Yep. This is exactly, exactly the kind of event that many feared that the terrible breach of the court's rules and norms. That's right. Fuel. Yep. This is exactly That's right. the kind of event that many worried the unhinged, yep. reckless, apocalyptic rhetoric from prominent figures toward the court going back many months, and especially in recent weeks make more likely. This is exactly, exactly why the Senate passed legislation very shortly after the leak to enhance the police protection for justices and their families. This is common sense, non-controversial legislation that passed in this chamber, in this chamber, unanimously. But House Democrats have spent weeks yep. blocking that's right. Blocking the measure that passed here unanimously related to security for Supreme Court justices. The House's Democrats have refused to take it up. Now look, Mr. President, that needs to change and needs to change right now. Right now. House Democrats must pass this bill and they need to do it today. No more fiddling around with this. They need to pass it today. They need to stop their multi-week blockade against the Supreme Court security bill and pass it before the sun sets today. You know, that is um, Mitch McConnell, and he's certainly not wrong, folks. Um, and of course, it's in the House, meaning the House Representatives where that happened. Now, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I do want to play uh, some of the testimony. I want you to listen to this doctor who treated some of the victims in the school shooting Uvalde. It's very very compelling to listen to. Listen to this. They start like any typical Tuesday in our pediatric clinic. Mom's calling for coughs, boogers, sports physicals right before the summer rush. School was out in two days. Then summer camps would guarantee some grazes and ankle sprains. Injuries that could be patched up and, and fixed with a Mickey Mouse sticker as a reward. Then at 12.30, business as usual stops and with it, my heart. A colleague from the San Antonio Trauma Center texted me and said, Why are pediatric surgeons and anesthesiologists on call for a mass shooting in Uvalde? I raced to the hospital to find parents outside yelling children's names in desperation and sobbing as they beg for any news related to their child. Those mother's cries I will never get out of my head. As I entered the chaos of the ER, I, the first casualty I came across was Mia Sarrio. She was sitting in the hallway. Her face was still, still clearly in shock, but her whole body was shaking from the adrenaline coursing through it. The white Lilo and Stitch shirt that she wore was covered in blood, and her shoulder was bleeding from a shrapnel injury. Sweet Mia, I've known her my whole life. As a baby, she survived major liver surgeries against all odds. And once again, she's here as a survivor, inspiring us with her, with her story today and her bravery. When I saw Mia sitting there, I remembered having seen her parents outside. So after quickly examining two other patients of mine in the hallway with minor injuries, I raced outside to let them know that Mia was alive. I wasn't ready for their next urgent and desperate question. Where's Elena? Elena is Mia's eight-year-old sister, who was also at Rob at the time of the shooting. I had heard from some of the nurses that there were two dead children who had been moved to the surgical area of the hospital. As I made my way there, I prayed that I wouldn't find her. I didn't find Elena. But what I did find 
was something no prayer would ever relieve. Two children whose bodies had been pulverized by bullets fired at them, decapitated, whose flesh had been ripped apart, that the only clue at their identities was blood-splattered cartoon clothes still clinging to them, clinging for life and finding none. I could only hope these two bodies were a tragic exception to the list of survivors. But as I waited there with my fellow Uvalde doctors, nurses, first responders, and hospital staff for other casualties we hoped to save, they never arrived. All that remained was the bodies of 17 more children and the two teachers who cared for them, who dedicated their careers to nurturing and respecting the awesome potential of every single one, just as we doctors do. All right, now that is very, very, very compelling, I believe. I want you to listen to... Um one of the, some of the parents. I've read to my children since they were in the womb. My husband is a law enforcement officer, an Iraq war veteran. He loves fishing and our babies. Somewhere out there, there's a mom listening to our testimony, thinking I can't even imagine their pain, not knowing that our reality will one day be hers, unless we act now. Now, I also want to play this, the little girl who, um, listen to her describe what it was like in the classroom. And then she got an email, and then she went to go lock the door, and he was in the hallway, and they made eye contact, and then she went back in the room, and she saw us go hide, and then we went to go hide behind my teacher's desk, and behind the bed and then he dropped the little window and then he went to the other classroom and then he went there's a door between our classrooms and he went to there and shot my teacher and told my teacher tonight and shot her in the head and then he shot some of my classmates and the whiteboard when I went to the backpacks, uh, he shot my friend that was next to me, and I thought he was going to come back to the room, so I grabbed the blood and I put it all over me. And what did you do then when you put the blood on yourself? He stayed quiet, and then I got my teacher's phone and called him away. What did you tell her now? I told her that we need help and to send the police in the in our classroom. You know, that is um folks again, I, I you know, and I know that people have been up in arms. Um there's a lot of things wrong with the way this issue is approached. I did notice that, you know, and as many of you know, and again, good afternoon at 120. Um, I'm going to play some more sound of this. And I know, you know, locally, Rhode Island lawmakers are going to vote on three gun-related bills. From what I understand, though, last night, and I want to play it, you know, Sean Hannity was even talking about this. And I, I think, you know, I said this from the get-go, that Buffalo shooter, 18 years old, the Texas shooter, 18 years, they shouldn't have had access to those weapons. They should not have had access to those weapons. And from what I understand, even Hannity last night was saying, you know, the idea that maybe upping it to 21, the age that you are to then be able to, because maybe that's not you know, the worst thing. Maybe that's not the worst idea as far as an age limit. Um, and, and I fully get that the, the NRA, you know, they feel like you don't give an inch. Um, I, I understand that. But you also have to, from what I read, he and Dan Bongino were kind of talking about how Matthew McConaughey was at the White House. And I want to play some of that sound. 
Um, and then I will play also on the, the Brett Kavanaugh um, latest now on that. But a lot of people, I from what I've seen, they were not criticizing Matthew McConaughey. And I want to play a little bit. This is him. He was at the White House yesterday. President Camille, we spent most of last week on the ground with the families in Uvalde, Texas. We shared stories, tears, and memories. My day wore green high-top converse with a heart she had hand-drawn on the right toe because they represented her love of nature. These are the same green converse on her feet that turned out to be the only clear evidence that could identify her after the shooting. How about that shit? We need responsible gun ownership. Responsible gun ownership. We need background checks. But people in power have failed to act. So we're asking you, and I'm asking you, will you please ask yourselves, can both sides rise above? Can both sides see beyond the political problem at hand and admit that we have a life preservation problem on our hands? So we got a chance right now to reach for and to grasp a higher ground above our political affiliations. You know, uh, from what I understand, they were not, he has not been criticized for that. He is a Texan. Um, you think about that, that the, the damage done, that only the green Converse sneakers could identify the child. Um... And I, I know then, you know, anytime you walk into that, you then put yourself up for, for criticism. But you can tell he was very, very emotional about it. Um, the I want to play. Uh, let's see. Oh, I see. Now the talking point is. Um, Will you play this action star that kills all these people? Well, I thought that was, um, and he was very emotional as he was delivering it. Let me play. This is uh, Matthew McConaughey, Complete Remarks at the White House. This should not be a partisan issue. There is not a Democratic or Republican value in one single act of these shooters. It's not. But people in power have failed to act. So we're asking you, and I'm asking you, will you please ask yourselves, can both sides rise above? Can both sides see beyond the political problem at hand and admit that we have a life preservation problem on our hands? We got a chance right now to reach for and to grasp a higher ground above our political affiliations. A chance to make a choice that does more than protect your party. A chance to make a choice that protects our country now and for the next generation. We got to take a sober, humble, and honest look in the mirror and rebrand ourselves based on what we truly value. What we truly value. We got to get some real courage and honor our immortal obligations instead of our party affiliations. Enough of the counterpunching. Enough of the invalidation of the other side. Let's come to the common table that represents the American people. Find a middle ground, the place where most of us Americans live anyway, especially on this issue. Because I promise you, uh, America, you and me, we are not as divided as we are being told we are. No. How about we get inspired? Give ourselves just cause to revere our future again. Maybe set an example for our children. Give us reason to tell them, hey, listen and and watch these, these, these men and women. These are great American leaders right here. Hope you grow up to be like them. And let's admit it. We can't truly be leaders if we're only living for re-election. 
must be knowledgeable and wise and act on what we truly believe. Again, we got to look in the mirror, lead with humility and acknowledge the values that are inherent to, but also above politics. We got to make choices, make stands, embrace new ideas and preserve the traditions that can create true, true progress for the next generation with real leadership. Let's start giving us, all of us, with real leadership, let's start giving all of us good reason to believe that the American dream is not an illusion. So where do we start? We start by making the right choices on the issue that is in front of us today. We start by making laws that save innocent lives and don't infringe on our Second Amendment rights. We start right now by voting to pass policies that can keep us from having as many Columbines, Sandy Hooks, Parklands, Las Vegas's, Buffaloes, and Uvaldes from here on. We start by giving Alethea a chance to be spoiled by her dad. given Mate a, a chance to become a marine biologist. I started by giving Ellie a chance to read her Bible verse at the Wednesday night service. I start by giving Irma and Joe a chance to finish painting their house. Maybe retire. Get that food truck. Given McKenna, Layla, Miranda, Nevada, Jose, Javier, Tesro, Helio, Eliana, Annabelle, Jackie, Azuya, JC, Jayla, Ava, Amory, and Lexi. We start by giving all of them our promise that their dreams are not going to be forgotten. We start by making the loss of these lives. Now, folks, that was uh, Matthew McConaughey at the um, White House yesterday. Good afternoon. You're listening to John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Interesting email coming in. Matthew M. from Audra. Blank him. He plays make-believe for a living. I kind of like him as an actor, but he's dead to me now. Shut up and act. So he can't have an opinion? Why can't he have an opinion? He's a Texan. Why do you want to shut up? Why can't he have an opinion? You have an opinion. Is this the equivalent of he plays make-believe for a living? Is that the equivalent of shut up and dribble? So now someone can only have an opinion with a certain occupation. Now, this person also emailed me, and I think this is interesting. And that's why, let me just find um, the... Uh, hold on. Bear with me, folks. I want to find the um, another email because I want to I want to address it. Hold on. Not there. Let me. Yeah, here we go. Listen to this email. Um, why? I was playing the, the, the child. And the parents and the doctor that were testifying today. Listen to this email from Audra. I won't give full name. Why are you playing that crap? That's just what we need to hear is the General Assembly is killing the Second Amendment. You're supporting the wrong team. Just stop. All right, a couple things. Why are you playing that? It's, it's not crap. It's a doctor. It's a child. And it's parents that were involved in a shooting. That's real. That's, that's not, as someone would say, crap. The General Assembly, General Assemble, is killing the Second Amendment. Well, they're actually not. Um, it's, it's a fait accompli at this point. Mattiello was knocked out. He was a big staunch supporter. 
I don't think the other side is making enough arguments about um, what they're putting forward. I don't know about killing the Second Amendment. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. I don't support what they're going to do. But they're not killing the Second Amendment. But this thing, you're supporting the wrong team. Well, the right team is Audra. We have to deal in reality. And the truth is reality. And the truth is, as I have said from the very beginning, that Buffalo shooter should not have been allowed to get that weapon. The Texas shooter should not have been allowed to get that weapon. A problem with trying to make that point with people on Audra's side is they only know talking points. They don't know how to debate. So if you say something, they don't know how to respond to it. Such as we send 18-year-olds off to war, yet you can't. Well, that's actually not true. It is true. You can join the military at 18. I interviewed, I debated a Marine two weeks ago. Um, that's true. But you don't hand them an AR-15 after they sign up to be to join the Army or the Marines or the Navy or the Air Force. No, they go through extensive training. They go through weeks of training. They go through months of training. And even then, when you have a Marine recruit or an Army recruit, we send them off to what? Well, after the training, we don't allow an 18-year-old Marine to leave the base with the type of weapons that they're working with. They go through extensive training. That Buffalo shooter and the Texas shooter, they were waiting to turn 18. Why? To get those weapons. They would not commit that crime if they didn't have that weapon. Now, last night someone was hit by a car. I think I, 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 I skimmed the story. I think one person was killed. Okay? But that's not 19 children. Someone sent me an email. More people die from fentanyl. I'm aware of that. But you know who's not dying from fentanyl? 19 kids in a classroom. 19 kids in a classroom. So the Texas shooter, you feel he could have driven his car into the school. He didn't drive his car into the school. The Buffalo shooter, he he could have driven his car to the market, but he didn't do that. He could have taken a knife, but he didn't use a knife. And I don't think he has the backbone to use a knife. Or there's another word we could use. No, I think they're cowards. I think they're obviously unhinged. They're deranged. There's something wrong with them. They don't do that type of damage with a handgun. We're not talking about an 18-year-old who wants to go hunting with their parents. As I have said, you know, there's certain parts of the country. It's a family tradition. There are children that go hunting with their grandparents, 10 years old, 12 years old. That's not what we're talking about. The 18-year-old shooter in Buffalo should not have had access to that weapon. In Rhode Island, we have background checks. In Rhode Island, we have the red flag laws. They don't have that in Texas. I think that's reasonable. Neither one of those should have had access to that weapon. Buffalo and Texas. Parkland was 19 years old. Sandy Hook was 20. I repeat, they should not have had access to the weapon. To just say Second Amendment, is that's, that's ludicrous. That's also losing and it's not grounded in reality. Many of you are just parroting what you hear. That's what we're supposed to say. I had someone I won't mention start saying, what about the Waukesha? All right. That was a mistake with the parade. They should have had police at the back of the parade uh, protecting those dancing grandmas. That was wrong. I'm saying you don't have, I think a good example of that is swimming pool safety. Every year, they need to come up with better ways to make it safe to have a swimming pool. Because as I've said, between now and Labor Day... Tragically, there's going to be a small, maybe between now and the 4th of July, a small child's going to drown in a backyard pool. Look at cars. Look at the improvements they've made with cars. 
years ago. They didn't say, hey, that's just the way it goes. No. What did they do for the amount of young people being killed in car accidents? There was drinking and driving. They raised the drinking age, 21. Now it's really 16 and a half to get a license. Now there's also provisions. You're not supposed to drive at a certain time. You're not supposed to have a certain number of people in the car. Uh, There's airbags now, so you don't have people crashing through the windshield. People wear seatbelts. Vehicles are more durable. We may reach July 1st, and there there won't be one child killed coming home from a prom drunk or a graduation party drunk. That's progress. Many of you want to just say, ah, you just say people die every day. Look at after 9-11. You could easily, people die more in this country. No. Well, look at the changes we made. Hey, wait a minute. Terrorists could use these planes as bombs and fly them into buildings. So we, they made changes. Do I want them to, of course they should not ban guns. And in Rhode Island, they're not going to ban guns. But it comes down to, I think, what's wrong with background checks? In Rhode Island, we have background checks. In Rhode Island, we have red flag laws. Rhode Island and Massachusetts are two of the safest states as far as gun deaths per capita. Now, I've been very clear. I think the other side has failed to focus on that none of this stuff, they all blended in. They blend it all in. With the, the shootings in Providence. I've told you, the problems with the shootings in Providence, they're drug-related, they're gang-related, the bulk of them. Drug-related, gang-related, and people that don't cooperate with police. When they had that student walkout in Pawtucket, I said, you know what was missing? The student pledge. If you see and know of someone with a weapon, you're going to contact an authority or a parent or a police officer. They didn't do that. Those kids, they don't cooperate with police. No one's even trying to address that. I talked with one of those mayoral candidates. He said that's like trying to solve world peace. You could try, try to change that culture of that. And by the way, it's not even a matter they're afraid of retribution. That's just the code. You don't snitches get stitches. You don't snitch. Even if you know who killed a member of your family, you don't tell police. That's wrong. That's a cult. You know, everyone, they knock QAnon. That's a cult. Chicago, they don't cooperate police. Providence, they don't cooperate police. Roxbury, they don't cooperate with police. Nope. I've told you, I've covered shootings. Two people just walked into Rhode Island Hospital with gunshot wounds. They won't even say who shot them, where, what happened. They don't even call 911. They, someone gets shot, they drive them to the hospital. Insanity. But no, the Second Amendment is, see, the, that type of argument is, is a lose. There's, you have to be reasonable. And, and, and a losing argument is that's just the, you know, see, no one, fentanyl kills more people. I, I get that. And what's going on at the southern border, I mean, I've talked about it a lot, but you have to come back to the 19 kids in the classroom, right? That was an 86-year-old grandmother that was killed in Buffalo in that market. What did she do wrong? What? Why does that deranged loser gunman in Buffalo, why does he have the right to get that weapon over her rights? wrong 19 children killed in texas that man i played the sound yesterday none of the children teacher in his classroom were alive what and you still want to argue audra that that texas gunman had the right soon as he turned 18 to get that weapon no blanking way why he's deranged he's they're too young should not have, oh, 18-year-old go off to war. I have these people trying to argue, oh, 18-year-old can vote. 18 years old can vote, and it's not killing the 19-year-old, 19 children in their classroom. Don't play it. Don't let anyone hear it. Ah, wrong. Come on. Just deal with truth. Got to deal in reality. Can't put your head in the sand. 
not a member of the cult. I refuse. This is a non-cult show. You're saying things that other people, you're not supposed to say though. I like that. You're not supposed to say those things. We're not supposed to like those people. Yeah, okay. Good luck at junior high, Potsy. What? What are you talking about? We're not supposed to like those people. You're not supposed to play that. We're not supposed to hear it. Um, hmm. I think it's interesting. San Francisco Chronicle, at a time when the nation was watching the San Francisco election, the vast majority of city voters sat this one out. So did the rest of California. They're trying to say they didn't send a message. Voter apathy. See, never want to have responsibility. Representative Lauren Bobart, a rant about putting God first. Kids have no purpose, mental illness problem in America. I don't know what she's talking about. Um, female in Congress. The mental illness. Here we go. And, uh, you know, I, I do just want to note, um, I, I appreciate Mary Miller um, talking about putting God first in this. Uh, when we teach our children, as she so beautifully stated, that they come from nothing, then they think that they have no purpose. And so we really do need to get back to a root of culture. We have a mental illness problem here in America, and we need to restore hope to our children. Let them know that they are valued. And when there are signs of mental instability, not to encourage that. If my, if my nine-year-old suddenly tells me that he's a mermaid, I, I think that we need to have at least a conversation. Rather, I'm going to tell you a losing talking point. We have a mental health problem in America. That's a losing talking point. And I'll tell you why. All you're doing is, yes. You know, if I don't disagree, then let's not let them get access to weapons. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 143 is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call Propane Plus today. Do you use propane for your home, for your business? In Rhode Island, call Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, three generations, they're available 24-7, for service and delivery, they offer online billing, schedule your service or delivery all at the click of a button. All customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment called Propane Plus today. They also have a great website. It's propaneplus.com. Residential, commercial, just put in your zip code. It's Propane Plus. Well, folks, good afternoon at 144. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh, what people also need to realize, and I'll just say locally, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, more people need to get involved in the game because the Republicans up at the state house are um, completely outnumbered. The number of representatives or state senators that will step up and try to speak out on behalf of um, the Second Amendment, and they, they are completely outnumbered. Um, more people need to get, get in the game. More people need to run for office. Now, listen to, keep in mind with what happened with Judge Kavanaugh. And let's go back to State uh, Senator Chuck Schumer. Let's hear his speech. Fundamental rights. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Wow. That's uh, that's quite a speech. Huh. Release the whirlwind. You're not going to know what hit you, he said. I thought Mitch McConnell was much better. I want to hear. This is a sound of someone on CNN claiming we don't yet know what kind of weapon this man may have had. They're saying a man with weapon detained near Justice Kavanaugh's home tries to deny the man arrested tried to assassinate Judge Kavanaugh had a weapon. 
She also tries to blame the right-wing extremists trying to carry out the hit. (laughs) Who is this person? Whitney Wilde was on CNN. This was allowed. Let me hear this. Uh, very little detail at this point, Kate, other than to say uh, it's an, uh, this man is, uh, he's an adult man from California. We don't yet know what the nature of the threat was. We don't know what language the threat was uh, or what kind of weapon this man might have had. Uh, man had with all, weapon. Uh, because the information at this point uh, is just so thin. It says man but, with Kate, weapon. This, this certainly contributes to this overall threat landscape we've been talking a lot about. The major concern here with this abortion ruling from federal officials, and they've been sounding the alarm alarm on this for about a month, is that Supreme Court justices will certainly be, uh, you know, potentially targeted by violent extremists who are angered over this pending ruling that is poised to strike down Roe v. Wade. This is an extremely passionate issue. There are emotions on both sides. Federal officials have made clear over and over they believe the risk truly comes from both sides of this abortion debate. Uh, That is absolutely pathetic to get on and say that. That is ridiculous. No, it doesn't. That we know who was encouraging it to go on. And to say otherwise is is ludicrous. Let me hear. This is uh, Newsmax. All right, let's go with the team. Logan Raddick. Morning, as you said. And Here we go. High security outside of the Supreme Court, but outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home, or at least down the street, there was an arrest made at around 1.50 this morning. As you said, that man allegedly threatened to kill the Supreme Court justice. He was armed with not only a handgun, but also a knife and pepper spray when he was taken into custody by police. Now, it's not clear who tipped off the authorities, and the suspect reportedly did not make it, as I mentioned, to Kavanaugh's property, even yeah. though he was intending that to do three. so. A mid-20s man from California, and he was allegedly angered by the leaked draft opinion of the abortion decision. Again, that ruling hasn't come out, but the draft opinion was leaked, but also he was apparently upset by the recent mass shootings. Now, the Supreme Court spokeswoman, Patricia McCabe, she issued a statement to Newsmax saying, quote, the man was armed and made threats against Justice Kavanaugh. He was transported to Montgomery County Police 2nd District. Now, the Marshal Service, they've been providing around-the-clock protection outside of the homes of all nine justices. You know, it's amazing, folks. And again, good afternoon at 148. Progressives are trying to be really careful, but they're actually celebrating this online. And that's what's, it, it, it is, it's just beyond, it, it's just so outrageous. Um, I don't know what to make of someone like, don't play news clips. We don't want to hear from the child. Like, that is just, I, I, I just, I refuse. Hey, this is the, um, the, uh, the San Francisco DA who believed the fact drug dealers in San Francisco were offered illegal. So he thinks they shouldn't be prosecuted. Here's why they're left alone. This is, the, I believe this is the guy was just recalled. Listen to this. But we need to also recognize that a significant percentage of people selling drugs in San Francisco, perhaps as many as half, are here from Honduras. And many of them have been trafficked from Honduras. And we need to be mindful about the impacts our interventions have and about how those interventions can be effective. Some of these young men have been trafficked here under pain of death. Some of them have had family members who have been in Honduras who have been or will be harmed if they don't continue to pay off the traffickers that brought them here. These are not idle threats. I can tell you from a young Honduran man who I personally represented when I was a public defender who was accused of selling drugs and who was guilty of selling drugs and who eventually pled guilty to what he was accused of, that when he cooperated years before I met him, when he cooperated with federal authorities in a different state, his father in Honduras was killed in retaliation. Yeah, that's like one person out of how many? I'm so glad. Folks, they are in full revolt. Now, good afternoon. Right now it's 1.50. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program at 151 on this Wednesday is June 8th, and it's brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. They're going to be rocking tonight. Celtics in action. Game three. 
You can watch all the action at the Lodge Pub and Eatery 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln or stop and have lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge. Now, I want to skim around a little bit. The Kavanaugh threat is very serious. The Kavanaugh threat comes from the left. The Kavanaugh threat, uh, let's see, January 6th committee kicks off hearings in a capital attack. TV news shakes up schedules to cover. Cheney faces pivotal moment. Yeah. As we're supposed to be hearing how dangerous the Demo- the Re- Republican Party is because of um, trespassing day, January 6th, you have a deranged progressive left Democrat outside the home of Judge Kavanaugh with a gun trying to kill him and his family, upset over the leak from, you know, that th- this is preposterous. I am so sick of these long investigations. They just sit on their hands. Homeland Security warns heightened threat. For summer, more anger and more shootings. Terrorist firebomb Buffalo pro-life pregnancy center. Abortion activists stripped during church service. Um, let's see how Kushner washed his hands of Trump before January 6th. DeSantis clout swells in the West. Governor DeSantis The governor of Florida is certainly someone to watch. This is interesting. Florida undercounted COVID cases and deaths. I don't know. Hey, how about this? Is that your imagination? Package sizes are shrinking. They show a picture of a big Gatorade, and then they show a smaller Gatorade. Um, Rising prices pushing shoppers to dollar stores. Well, be careful, though. Uh, Let's see. I just want to see some of these other headlines. Oh, that's interesting. The girl that played Ruth on Ozark, she'd actually be good, but offered the role to play uh, Madonna in a biopic. She'd be very good. I like that, her choice of her. She's Ruth on Ozark. I won't spoil the end of what happened. But this is... um, you know, Caruso, San Francisco has recalled their progressive DA, and Caruso, who was a Republican, has advanced to be the next mayor of Los Angeles. Uh, new New York City mayor's poll numbers plummet among amid the crime wave. Hmm. Critics bash Matthew McConaughey for glorifying firearms in movies. I don't know if he's done a lot of that. It, I, I think that's a weak talking point. I'm not saying that it's not a fear point. I think that's a little bit of a got to do better than that. And so many of you are just you parrot whatever you're told to parrot. Just like uh, the person was emailing me. Um, see, this is a joke. Soccer stadium backers seek 30 million more from Rhode Island for Pawtucket. Uh, that's a joke. That's absolutely a joke and should not be given it to them. But who knows with Governor McGree how much he wants to do that. You know, I also don't understand. This is totally, but Dan McGowan and I discussed this the first hour. So Taylor Swift contacted the PC team back in March and the team was upset that she just sent like a note to them. So they didn't release it to the media. I, I don't know what to make of that. The city of Providence passed that stupid pension obligation. You know what that says? That says that there's just no accountability. No accountability. Providence can do whatever they want, and then the state is going to bail them out. That's what it really seems to come down to. Hmm. Um, I want to also, uh, what was that? I mean, uh, right now, at 1.55 on this Wednesday, June 8th, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. I don't remember the last, the, the state, Rhode Island has just gone off the rails. Rhode Island has just completely gone off the rails right now. Uh, Governor McKee taking over for Governor Raimondo was the wrong person at the helm. He has squandered so much money. And the amount of money they've been throwing around, it's, um, 
it's the bill's going to come due. And what he signed today with voting is, um, I think it's a, I think it's terrible. Um, Some of those kids testifying from the Texas shooting, hey, they have a right to be heard. They absolutely have a right to be turned. Paul McCartney supposedly was fantastic last night at Fenway. Paul McCartney turns back time at Fenway. 11 days shy of turning 80. He was spry and up to the challenge. 30 songs, 2 hours, 40 minutes. He's also playing tonight at Fenway Park. Hmm. When audience members filled into Fenway, and it was I think it should have been a nice night for the show. There was no opening act. Um, and the man himself let his band on stage. Defiance, the unspoken rule, the star always waits till everyone else is on. And boy, he had plenty to give. Deep cuts blaring through the sound system. No opening act. 11 days of tur- shy of turning 80. 40 minutes. Bursted out of the gate with Can't Buy Me Love. Didn't let up till the guitar blow out of the end. Um, did numbers like Come On To Me, Letting Go, Dance Tonight. I don't know those. Um, Maybe I'm Amazed, Here Today. Did Elvis Costello's My Valentine. Did Hey Jude. Even did Helter Skelter. Video caught former Senator and Secretary of State John Kerry recording the song, the song with his phone. Uh, what else? did he do um, paid tribute to some of the other Beatles George Harrison did something and also did a, I got a feeling vintage footage from them up on the uh, rooftop he's gonna I'm sure it's a shame show tonight that is really remarkable look at that folks it's 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 and then Ringo Starr comes to the PPAC on Sunday hmm I'm sure that is sold out Look at that. The two Beatles are in our area. Paul McCartney at Fenway again tonight. And then Ringo comes to the PPAC on Sunday night. That's interesting. The As far as the, the gun laws, listen, the other seats, I, I think it's it's really important. And that that people should, I think a failure was made to distinguish the difference between Rhode Island gun laws and Texas gun laws. We have a lot of gun laws, and they're working. We have red flag on the books. When you buy something, there's a seven-day waiting period. They contact your local police department. They don't have those things in Texas. Um, so I, I think more of an argument should have been made, like we have a lot of provisions. Folks, it's 159. You've been listening to The John DePietro Show. Coming up next will be the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. I will be doing uh, Facebook Live, our live stream later on, a lot more on the Charlotte Lester case. In the meantime, enjoy this Wednesday. and go to the website if you want to contact me, shop in the shop. Enjoy this Wednesday. Stay tuned for WNRI Socket.